What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Praise the Process. Hey, if you've been tracking with us, we are in uh, the Praising In series. Uh, the last episode, um, go and check it out. It is Praising and Healing. Um, and so today's episode, we are talking about fitness. Um, so as you're reading on the title, it says Praising in Fitness. And so excited about this topic as I used to be a personal trainer. Um, I still coach in sports. And so this is something that I love talking about, um, but more importantly, I want to highlight my guest. And so my guest today is um, Liz. Liz, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Um, this is your first podcast, correct? Yep. Ever. Ever. Yep. Um, so first time podcaster. And so Liz, um, for the people that don't know you, have never met you before, um, you want to give just a quick recap of just who you are, what you do, um, maybe something fun. Uh, just a fun fact about yourself. Yeah, sure. Name's Liz. I am a personal trainer. I'm currently 20 years old, um, and I am from Russia. So, from Russia. Yeah, adopted. And you can say your name in Russian. I can. can yeah. Can you say it? Olvia Bokchevia. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might be wrong, but that's how I was taught. Who who, who taught you? My parents. Your parents. Yeah. Whoa adopted parents and how old were you when you were adopted 10 months 10 months so a little baby and you've been back to russia no no i wish uh, eventually any, any desire to go back or yes. just yeah sweet yeah um wow that's you are definitely the the more unique <laughs> guest that i've had uh <laughs> all my guests are either people i went to college with or just some people that i've met here mm-hmm. in kansas city so um that's awesome that you can share that. Um, so in our side conversations that we've had, you have voiced about being a personal trainer, you voice your passion for fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, and now there's this idea of you wanting to start a podcast, mm-hmm. um, which led to us, you know, here in this episode. And so um, would love for you to share with the listeners, what is some of your passion for fitness, um, as well as your idea or desire for a podcast yeah yeah so I grew up in sports and then when COVID hit is kind of when the passion for fitness really increased of doing at-home workouts and then once everything started opening back up I got a gym membership Um, and then obviously since I've gotten certified and thought about starting my own podcast I've been wanting to target an audience to educate them not only on fitness, but also on their faith and the Bible. Hmm. So my, my, I guess I, I want to go into just deeper of that idea. Um, but when did, when did fitness become more than something you had to do for sports? Yeah. So like I said, um, probably middle of my high school years, um, I did volleyball and tennis and then I actually left high school, um, came home and was homeschooled for about a year and then went off to college. And I had a lot of free time. And that's when I thought, OK, well, I'm not in sports anymore. I want to keep this body in shape. So I was doing, like I said, that home workouts and then got that gym membership. And I've just stuck to it and kind of fell in love with it, both physically and mentally pushing myself. Mm. Wanted to keep that body in shape. That's yeah. What you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel that as I'm as I approach thirty. Um, 
I resonate with that so much. And the, the, the clients, I've told you this, um, the clients that I used to personal train were into their 50s, 60s. My oldest client was 83. And so um, I, I, I understand it even more so now, um, the, the value to fitness um, and the longevity to fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of what I was working on with my clients then was just like strengthening and preventatives. Um, you know, something that I heard within the, this conversation was that like a lot of people will fall or hurt their hips because of just weak muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I'm training to be somebody who is in like their fifties and stuff like, or I, I mean, that, maybe that doesn't make sense, but like I want to train for the longevity of it. I'm not just training for just to get super strong and mm-hmm. bench press a small house. Like I want to, <laughs> I want to be able to just get up and feel good and not feel yeah. tight and sore. And so, yeah. um, and it sounds like that's what you want to do too. Yeah. With the podcast and just how I would like to live my life and encourage my clients and just anyone is our bodies, our temples for the Lord and for ourselves to, you know, you want to wake up and feel great mm-hmm. and just like, you don't want to live in sin and wake up and do that sin over and over again. I'd rather be disciplined and be consistent in the word and the knowledge and have a relationship with the Lord. Just like I want to be consistent and disciplined in the gym so I can see the results of having those muscles get stronger and my joints get stronger so I can get able um, to walk again or, you know, if mm-hmm. you were in an accident or whatever the situation is. And, and maybe you, you were kind of, seemed like you were kind of already heading in the direction of my next question, but um, like, why do you want to help people on their fitness journey? Like, is there, is there a deeper meaning for you? Is there, is there a big why for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just want to help people on their fitness journey, not only physically, but improve themselves mentally um, and the way of just challenging themselves to push themselves to their limits and overcoming things they might have not thought they could ever do. Hmm. So physically, um, there's already a challenge, mm-hmm. like getting to the gym, then you get pushed through a hard workout, and then you're wanting to add another component, which is like mentality mm-hmm. or like mental toughness, mental fitness. Is it, Am I hearing you right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um how do you, uh, what's, is, is there an idea, a goal on like how you do that? Um, because I like, for example, I can, I can train my soccer players, like run faster, do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but w- I guess like, how do you incorporate the mental fitness, the mental focus? I just try to encourage my clients, you know, when they get discouraged that they can't do 20 pounds. And I'm like, well, you're not going to be able to bench 20 pounds your first day. Kind of like you're not, God's not going to answer a prayer when you've ignored him for three months and you just say that simple prayer and hope it happens. Like you have to keep that relationship with the Lord just like you have to keep up going every single day, trying 10 pounds, trying to bench five pounds. You know, you have to work yourself up to that amount of weight and I just trying to encourage them to keep going, hmm. I guess I would say. Yeah. And so you're saying that like, as, uh, you know, and, and I say that because of, of what my podcast is about is, is mm-hmm. the process. Um, so as they're on that process of getting better, 
so let's say one week they're benching 10 pounds and then the next week they're benching 20 so there's a process that happens in between mm-hmm. that um, so you're saying within that process builds mm-hmm. now this like new thinking this new yeah. mindset yeah yeah so the more they come every single day and see within themselves the progress they're making physically I want them to be making progress mentally of wanting that passion to continue to go to the gym mm-hmm. to improve themselves. Hmm. So. That's good. Yeah. Um, and, and I think there's, there's like scripture that, that does challenge how we think, you know, I think about the way Paul writes in the new Testament um, in, in uh, Philippians four, he says like to dwell on the things that are good, that are just, that are honorable, mm-hmm. commendable, um, and so there he's already challenging, like what our mind is focused on in Colossians three, he, he, he writes, set your minds on things above. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so now there's this language of just like our mentality, what, what's our focus on. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying now that like you want your clients to focus on the progress that they're making mm-hmm. and that the challenge can actually be good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I want them to like the challenge not hate it i want them to just want to continue to go to like i've said improve themselves mm-hmm. um yeah that's good um and and this is a more personal question towards you and fitness but what how would you describe um your relationship with fitness or what is currently your relationship with fitness I would say I have a love-hate relationship with fitness because exercise does not come easy really for anyone when you're starting out and you have to keep yourself accountable. But if you are consistent, you will see the results that you want. And I think that's the part that I love. So at first, it's definitely hard. But if you keep to it, you'll fall in love with it. Or that's my hope. Yeah, that's the, that's the hope for yeah. sure. Um so um can you kind of kind of repeat a little bit like you said you love it um and you hate it um and and maybe maybe this is a hot take or maybe this is like me just assuming Mm -hmm. but i would say more people lean towards hating it Mm -hmm. um and that's and that's not me like dogging on anybody or pointing fingers because i would also describe mine as a love hate Mm -hmm. um but also having been a personal trainer I train athletes, I'm a soccer coach, and people hate putting in the work. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so why, or like maybe, like what would be some like maybe practical things to hurdle over some of those like hate, the things that they hate? What do you mean hurdle? Like yeah, so I overcome? mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like what, well, like, you hate working out you hate getting up early you hate being consistent um i'm not saying this you person i'm just mm-hmm. saying like mm-hmm. metaphorically the, this person um how like maybe what might be some encouraging things that you tell them like, well i've always seen i don't know where i've seen it but like online or i've been told it a couple of times you know you can hate working out or you can hate being 300 pounds and you can't even sit down on the couch or you can't even, you can't even move because you're so overweight. So it's kind of what's saying, pick your hard, you Mm -hmm. know, the gym's hard, but being overweight is also hard. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah, I've uh, I've also heard that saying in a, like a similar way, but a different language in that there's two sufferings happening. There's the suffering of having to get up early or getting to the gym and putting your body through this hard workout. Or there's the what you just described, the suffering of being somebody who is overweight, mm-hmm. being somebody that, you know, has uh, zero flexibility, um, has back pain because mm-hmm. of their weight that they're carrying, has knee pain because of the weight that they're carrying. Um, and so I think there is truth to that. And those are those are things that my clients and I had to talk a lot about. Um, and it's, it's a hard conversation when you're the person who's the trainer and you have to define that reality for people. Yeah. Like there is, there is, there's two roads that you can, or there's two options you can take. There's road A, road B. Road A is put your body through this hard workout mm-hmm. or B, just be miserable. Um, but I, I would say there are, there are still a good chunk of people who maybe sit in the middle um, who are just like, I'm not overweight, but I just hate working out. Mm-hmm. Um, would you give any type of word of encouragement to that person? Like maybe the importance of fitness? Um, what would be important to somebody who's not 300 pounds? Maybe they are at an average weight or mm-hmm. at a decent weight, but still hate working out. Just trying to remind them that exercise helps tremendously in the mindset of like depression or the endorphins, you know, multiple things within the body when you're exercising, you benefit a lot, not only, you know, if it's losing weight, obviously if you're running, you're going to lose weight Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, trying to get bigger, obviously benching, you're going to get bigger. There's just, it's just great overall exercise. Yeah. 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 And I would actually, um, add to that too, um, how fitness then it becomes like this like ripple effect, you know, the way water Mm -hmm. or the way a drop hits water and you see this ripple, um, going to the gym, then ripples into wanting to eat better. Mm -hmm. Um, and then yes, it changes your mood and mindset. Um, it promotes sleep because now your body is, is like almost demanding rest. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it just trickles down into all those other things that it benefits. And so, um, yeah, that's good that you mentioned that. Anything else that you would add? I like how you said um, set your mind on the things above because if you talk negatively to yourself, for the most part, negative things are going to come out of that. If you talk positively to yourself, positive things. You know, just being grateful for what you have, being grateful, you know, I don't want to go to the gym, but be grateful that you have a gym. Be grateful that you're able to get a gym you know, um, access, just changing the mindset of how people view fitness in general of just, I always try and encourage my clients, you know, I've had clients come in really bogged down, but at the end of that session, I always try and get something positive out of them of like, you know, Hey, what are you grateful for Mm -hmm. within this one hour session? What did you get out of it? If they got nothing, okay, I'll try the next time. But my end goal is to obviously help them reach their fitness goals, but at the end of the day, challenge themselves to want to better themselves physically and just mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Um, who, who are you looking to like target? Who would be an ideal 
um, like audience base, whether that's for the podcast you're hoping to start um, or maybe the clientele that you're hoping to train. Um, see, for me, I was when I was a personal trainer, as I mentioned earlier, a good chunk of my clients were 50 and older. Um, and the whole time I was doing it, uh, my my mind was just like, man, I would really love to be training people who are like young adults or athletes mm -hmm. and people that can do a little bit more. Um, but also now, now that I'm post all that, I recognize that there was value in training those mm -hmm. people as well. And I'm very thankful for it. But do you have a specific target audience, whether that's with your podcast and or who you personal train? Really anyone who just wants to educate themselves on fitness or the gospel. Um, I'm kind of like you at first when I got certified. I wanted younger people um, to train just because, you know, they are sometimes a little bit able to do more. But I have realized working with older clients, I've gained a lot of knowledge from them. So I would say anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there is that component that I really enjoyed uh, what you said about just gaining knowledge um, that a lot of a lot of great conversations came during that during those training sessions um, where I would just ask them questions about just life. And when you're in your 60s, 70s, you, you know, you've lived essentially most of your life um, as far as like life expectancy expectancies goes. And so um, I was very thankful to just being able to learn from them about things about life. Mm -hmm. um so um this this is probably the easiest question um but curious what your take is but how how is fitness and faith connected for you you know you, you've mentioned how you want your podcast the heartbeat behind it to be about fitness and then about the gospel um how would you to the person that maybe might might you know tilt their head, maybe they might raise their eyebrow at that. Like, how do you connect those? Um, be curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, I would say fitness and faith are intertwined with the dedication and discipline that you have within yourself. And if you want to see the results, you have to keep at it. Like I said, you're not gonna get a prayer answered immediately. Just like you're not gonna lose the ten pounds the first day you work out. So I think. I intertwine both of those things because it comes with consistency and just determination of how badly do you want it? How badly would you want a relationship with the Lord? And how badly do you want to see your body physically change? Um, I don't know. And I think the gym community in general, you will meet a variety of people and those people could be followers of Christ or they could be really broken people wanting answers and just needing a little bit of hope and you could be that person to help them. Mm. Yeah, I I think about a a verse and I want to make sure I get it right, so I'm kind of looking it up right now. Um, I mean, I think hmm. it just, I don't know how to really explain it well, but if you are more consistent with reading your Bible and praying, you will be full of a lot more joy than, you know, like I said, sinning every day. And then when things get hard is when you want to say that prayer and hope God hears it and changes the situation you're in. 
just like you hope you lose that 10 pounds in that first week of working out, but you're not really putting in that full effort. It's kind of like we said, you know, pick your hard. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard getting up at 6 a.m. to go to the gym, just like it's going to be hard getting up at 6 a.m. to get, you know, at least 15 minutes of the word in before you got to head to work. Yeah. But it all counts at the end of the day. It'll all add up and he sees it above and then you'll see you know physically the change even if you do just get 15 30 minute workouts in every single day eventually and slowly you'll see that change Mm -hmm. and so uh and i think maybe another way said that like faith and fitness are connected because there's this transformation that's happening Mm -hmm. um see with fitness there's this like this outer transformation you know you put in the work you might lose some pounds you might build some muscle, some areas get tighter, but you're saying like with the faith, sorry, with the faith aspect of it is that's an internal, yep. an internal working out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as Paul says, just work out your faith. Yeah. Um, and that's what I love is just both fitness and faith. Like I said, intertwined of the outward and the inward transformation and just trusting the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I, I found the, the verse and by no means am I saying that this verse is talking about fitness. Um, but I do think that there can be some parallels to it. And so the, the verse is Romans five, three, and it says not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character, character produces hope and hope that does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And I the reason why that I think that came to mind is because there is this like process that's happening. First comes suffering, then comes endurance, endurance then produces a character and then that character then produces hope. Mm-hmm. And and I think and the reason why I share that is because there is a process happening when we just show up. We mm-hmm. show up and then there there is, as I mentioned, there is a suffering happening. And then that begins to just like build repetition, endurance. And then it just, it it builds this character, a person that wants to continue in a journey of fitness and faith. Yeah. You got to show up for yourself and then that will build your character a lot. Yeah. And so again, I want to clarify by no means do I think Paul in Romans is talking about (laughs) working out. Um, but I do think that there can be some parallel of just this process that happens to a person um, when they just continue to show up, whether that's in fitness um, or even in their faith, too. There is this like process and progression that's happening as you continue to show up and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what is is standing out to you? Is there anything else that that you want to um, just clarify or encourage the listeners in regards to faith or fitness just keep at it and there are so many free ways to gain knowledge both on the bible and or fitness you know just take the time to do it for yourself like i said show up for yourself um yeah and if you have any questions ask victor and (laughs) he can hit you up with my number (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, do do you care to share the name of your podcast or like Yeah, my goal is to call it Fit for the King and it'll probably be on Spotify and hopefully grow from there. I'm yeah. excited. So Fit for the King yep. is a name. Um I hope you get it on Apple Podcasts too. So it'll be on 
Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think this is a great idea. Um, I'm somebody who I, I love fitness and I love faith. Mm-hmm. And um, I try to connect the two a ton when I'm coaching my, my athletes. Um, and part of the, and where I learned the concept of praise the process was through sports. Um, and there is this deeper meaning of conjoined with faith as well. Mm -hmm. And so excited that, that you also share that desire and passion to teach people that, um, and excited to just help encourage you and walk alongside you when, in regards to, um, fit for the King. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, yeah, guys, I, I'll put that. Um, I don't know that by the time this gets released, if Liz will have her podcast out yet, um, maybe I can just add it in there down the road, but definitely want to encourage you guys to, to check that out when that gets released. Um, but that's it guys on today's episode of praise the process. Peace.